Welcome to the Inspired by Her podcast with me, your host, Zoe Richmond. I'm going to be bringing you weekly stories from my own business journey and experience and some other amazing, inspiring women in business to talk about their successes, their failures, their money, mindset, and how we juggle all the things, or not in most cases, to inspire you on your journey to living the life you desire and building a business that aligns with you. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Inspired by Her podcast and this week I have another guest joining me. Welcome Teresa. Thank you so much for for coming along. Um, Tell us a little bit about yourself for those of our listeners out there who aren't familiar with you. I know a little bit about you but I would love for you to share a bit about your business and where you come from. Thank you so much for having me. So hi everyone, my name is Teresa. I am the owner of Sherbet Creations, which is a custom gifting service. So I mainly work um, one-on-one with other women in business to introduce and implement gifting into their business um, and to have them implement it as part of their marketing strategy. That is such an interesting um, business concept, right? Because it's not like, you know, you see tons of people out there talking about, I'm a social media manager, or I'm doing this, or I'm doing that. But um, implementing gifting in your business is um, something not uncommon, but it's, I feel like you've kind of got the niche there a little bit. Um, How did you manage to get into it? Was was there like a cool story behind that? Um, well, it's, I mean, to me, of course, it's a little bit cool, but um, it always starts, you know, you hear a lot of stories when the product or the service that you provide is not the first thing that you put out there and the first thing that you offer. Um, so it's kind of interesting that Sherpa Creations originally was a craft kids subscription box. Wow. <laughs> I know it's a very different <laughs> to what we got going on now. Yes. Um, but I, I was with a business partner originally and her uh, specialty was in early childhood. Um, but then we ended up going different ways. Um, still all good now, thank goodness. But um, then I sort of took it into more of a real estate gifting direction because that was mm-hmm. my background before um, I you know, left to have my family. Um, so I thought I had the experience in that niche, but then I kind of was more inspired by working with other women in business rather than the real estate agents that I used mm-hmm. to work with. <laughs> yes. And I do feel like there's quite a community. And once you find that community, you're like, oh my God, these are my people. This is where I oh, want to be. <laughs> and I used to just get so inspired when it, even people would just think of or suggest, oh, what can I do for this? Or what can I do for that? And my mind would just be going like crazy. And then when I would speak to sort of my real estate clients, I kind of was a bit uninspired and a bit flat. So I thought, okay, this is the direction I want to go in. There's there's heaps of opportunity and I have the opportunity to educate women on doing it and it's very different. So, Mm -hmm. yes. Okay. So um, I've got a few questions that I would love to ask you, but let's start with the first one. Um, How do your clients implement, like what is, what are the ways that they implement gifting in their business? that can help um, them like up level it, I guess. Yeah, of course. So there's all, I mean, so many ways, but um, the first one that comes to mind is if you have any kind of events or retreats or anything like that, you can implement gifting to have your clients leave with something tangible, something that they can implement after, kind of think of you again, 
you know, if you have other services or products down the track, you've got that sort of reminder tangibly. Yes. Um, You've also got the obvious like thank you gift. Um, A lot of women I work with love to send um, Mm -hmm. end of year gifts at Christmas. So Christmas can be a little bit bonkers, which, you know, (laughs) I love. I love the season anyway. So it's all good. Um, Another way you can do it is when you onboard new clients. So like a welcome gift. Um, especially for those coaches and people who work one-to-one. You can also put a few practical things that your clients might need, but then also have some sort of pretty things and inspiring things and motivating and stuff like that. Yes, yes. I feel like I've seen you talk about a, um, like when you're prospecting for potential clients as well. And that blew my mind and I was like, oh my God. Have I not thought of that? Yeah, it's really cool. I actually um, have to credit my one of my past business coaches, Sarah Cross. She came up with the idea and yeah. nicknamed it a lumpy, which I it just <laughs> stuck with me as well. Because you can send an email or you can even send a letter or something and it doesn't have the impact of something that's kind of a bit more bulkier, like a bulkier envelope or even a coloured envelope. Like it's going to guarantee be getting opened. Like emails can sort of come and go. Yes. You might get lost in junk or spam or whatnot. Um, and it gives you the opportunity to provide either a sample or just something that makes your brand a bit more memorable than just an email. Yes. And because like in terms of like, you know, if, if you've got a um, business out there that there's a lot of people that may be, um, you know, approaching them about the same thing, like mm. you're going to stand out from the crowd if you've yes, like definitely. actually given them something physical that they're like, oh, yeah, that's that lady that sent me that envelope full of cool stuff. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. And I always like to put like a bit of humor and a bit of personality into it as well. So yes. they don't only just remember your product, but they they have that other connection as well. Yes. And I guess that's the emotional side of it. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, connecting with them and not just on a like business level, but then going that one step further and connecting with them emotionally. And I can see why being in the small business, um, helping female entrepreneurs, because I feel like we're all just on the same page. Whereas if you were to like try and do that to some, I don't know, male, I'm totally generalizing, but like the (laughs) male dominated industries and things like that, where they would just be like, not as cool whereas I would totally appreciate a humorous gift (laughs) yeah definitely I think so and I have had that feedback myself when I have pitched to do you know certain things with um, males in other industries and they're like oh no that's not going to work for us and I'm like oh you're missing out it's so good (laughs) yes yeah 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 so find your thing and just like stick with it right yeah for sure what was the transition like from the children's craft subscriptions through to like business gifting. Oh, it was a journey. Let's call it that. <laughs> I it mean, every good. business evolves, right? Oh, but... for sure. Um, so pretty much, um, so I've been through a couple of rebrands, <laughs> that's for sure. So um, when I wanted to um, get rid of a lot of the craft stock, I actually donated it to my local children's hospital. Um, so I made some boxes for them and cause I had some long-term sort of patients there mm-hmm. and I just, that was one of the most amazing things. It was sort of bittersweet. So I was kind of sad that I was letting go of that business, but I felt like it was meant to be cause I was able to help all these young children yes. and they, they couldn't physically do much. So craft was right up all their alleys. Um, so that was pretty cool. And then I went through a rebrand. So it was all, you know, fun and paintbrushes and colours <laughs> to monochrome, black and white, really harsh. 
Um, yeah, so this of, is to transition to the, like the real estate, the real niche. estate one. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, and because I thought that's kind of fits with a lot of the clients that I was dealing with and that sort of matched and it was all good. Um, but then there was still something missing and I knew that it was just missing something. So then I tweaked it again and I was talking to new people. Then I thought, right, I'll get another rebrand. <laughs> Why not? As you do. And, you know, just add some warmth to it and add that. And then when I did that and then I, I was really clear on who I wanted to help, it, it just it was all meshed well and it just all kind of exploded, wow. um, which was really, really nice. That's so, that's such a cool story. And because I guess that goes to show that like most businesses, what you start out doing is not mm-hmm. generally where like everything evolves. We evolve as people, oh, our businesses yeah. evolve. Um, we, we're on a journey, right? It's, and this mm-hmm. is something that I keep trying to tell people. I'm like, it's not about the destination because I can guarantee that you get where you think you want to go and you're going to change trajectory again and be like, no, it's not really what I thought it would be. And I'm going to go this way now. <laughs> oh, for sure. I remember reading once um, that Nokia, the phone brand, I mean, that was really big back in the day. Yes. <laughs> uh, started off as a bathroom company. Wow. And so there you go. And that stuck with me after all these years. And I was like, wow, they really yeah. did better off in the phones. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, because no one knows them for their bathroom. No, absolutely not. Yeah, and, I mean, that just goes to show you that there's, yeah, there's more than one way to go mm-hmm. about things. And if you're feeling like you're unsatisfied with what you're kind of doing, just follow what your where your heart is leading you I think which is can be slightly uncomfortable so did you so a little bit of like fear around transitioning to something that was a little bit different yeah definitely because I had noticed that not many people were doing what I was doing like there's a lot of gifting businesses out there a lot of hamper businesses yes um and I find a lot have like food and wine and and those kinds of things um, but I thought, oh, what I'm doing is a little bit different. But then I've also thought to myself, well, I tend to do that everything in my life. Like I'm always that little bit different, <laughs> which I love. I embrace. It's yeah. all good. I like it. Um, but the one thing that was a bit nerve wracking is with my real estate clients, they would order reoccurring every month. So they had sort of a set amount and it was a reoccurring revenue. Whereas moving this way, I mean, some of my clients do order on a regular basis, but if you have an event and you need me to deck it all out, you know, with like guest gifts, speaker gifts, etc. That's kind of like a one-off kind of thing, and yeah. then it's, the project's finished. So that thing was a little bit nerve-wracking. Yes. Have yeah. you managed to, like, in terms of like your business evolving since you started to go into that? Have you managed to structure it in a way that can create a bit of consistency? Like, how does it look in terms of like generating sales? <laughs> Um, consistency, not so much, (laughs) but, um, revenue has, I don't even know how many times it's times it, but it's, it's well and truly much better what I'm doing. Yeah. So just Um, from word of like, I guess once you do an event for one person and they're like, mm -hmm. Hey, check out this amazing business over here. She did such a good job for our event. And then word spreads. Oh yeah, for sure. She, um, like that happens quite a lot. And then uh, as you know, I'm part of a few memberships and Facebook groups and things. So I get a lot of my business through there um, because I'm the type, if I'm in a Facebook group, I'm going to be an active member because <laughs> I always have something to say. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Which I think like utilize those 
groups, right? Yeah, in there, sure. especially if they're a paid community, like yeah. they're there to create that kind of support network for you. Yeah, and I like to support um, others in the group by purchasing there first. So, and I think slowly, slowly, you just build relationships, and then when the people that you speak to, and then they start you know, their minds start tinkering away going, oh, yes, I could do that. I could do that. And then they're like, okay, we're ready now. Let's do it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like a lot of your, um, like, I mean, it's the same with most businesses, right? The relationships that you create and the connections that you create are so important in mm-hmm. creating that, like, longevity to your business and generating that those sales. Yes, definitely. And I have found that slowly slowly now that I'm getting repeat customers so people that will hold one event will hold another one the next year or they'll do something else and then they think oh that was easy I could send a really quick thank you gift and she was easy to deal with I'll just ask her what she thinks you know yes um, I don't have kind of like a larger volume of clients like maybe an e-commerce store would have yeah um, but I have those reoccurring um, clients to help me out Yes. Yeah. But also in terms of like, um, you're juggling young kids as well, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like a lot of us are. (laughs) So like a high volume model may not work in terms of that time Mm -hmm. aspect as well, right? (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So they're sort sort of bigger scale projects and less of them. Um, but I love it because everything is very custom and I can put a lot of time and effort and like focus on my clients at different times. I don't sort of yeah. juggle too many at once. Yes, you can give them that real personal mm-hmm. touch rather yeah. than spreading yourself too thin and, mm-hmm. and not giving them that like one-to-one attention that they like. Yes. And it's quite a personal thing implementing like a gifting strategy, I imagine. Mm-hmm. So yes. um, that works quite well. So tell us, how do you juggle the mum, the business, the, <laughs> the wife, the friend? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Um, do I juggle it well? Probably not. Oh, yeah. Do any of no. us? No. <laughs> um, whoever you meet that says they do it fine and great, let me send them my way. Yes. Um, yeah, I would I would also love to know their strategy. <laughs> we honestly we just we just get by. Like we just know that we have seasons. My husband, uh, we also have another business with my husband, and we're gonna be opening another business. So wow. we, we're very entrepreneurial, um, yeah. but we also know that we have seasons. So um if he like he has had his business for 13 years now so he's a very well oiled machine yeah um so you know in during launch periods of mine when I bring out new products or whatnot it's sort of my season so he will you know step up help out with the kids help out with the house um how lovely is that and vice versa so uh, we try and plan ourselves so we've got one parent that's on their yes. A game and one parent is on business yeah. in business land. Um, but also I have a lot of support with my family and friends. Thank goodness. Yes. Yeah. They say it takes a village to raise a family oh, and sure. I totally agree with that. Yeah, definitely. And I found it a little bit easier that my eldest started school this year. So he's oh. gone five days a week. I have that next year, which oh. I am like, whilst I'm incredibly emotional about, I'm also mm-hmm. like thinking that's going to be great. Like, five days of you being at school and it's like it's yeah. non-negotiable unless yeah, you're not you well have, exactly you have to go so yeah no it's it's very very emotional actually it's bittersweet and yeah yeah I can I can or like I've started the enrollment process and I'm like mm-hmm. oh, I don't know if I'm ready for this <laughs> oh. I'm sure there's a lot of mums out there that can relate to that oh for sure <laughs> 
<laughs> so you've been, how long have you been in business for? Um, oh, I had to think there, uh, three and a half years. Yeah. Okay. So that's like, that's quite long in terms of a lot of, like a lot of small businesses, they kind of drop off in that first 12 months mm-hmm. when things don't go um, as quickly as they would like. Um, yes. So over that three and a half years, is there like a really memorable, um, well, a success story that you're like, I totally nailed that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, for sure. One thing that stands out um, straight away for me is when I worked with Tracy from Mums with Hustle and um, I've worked with her previously, which was awesome. She uh, does a lot of in-person retreats for her uh, high-level mastermind. Mm -hmm. So I did help her with that. But when I felt like I was like, yes, I really aced that was when uh, last minute her retreat had to go virtual because of all is, the yes. um, restrictions and you know she has people from uh, overseas and interstate all over Australia so they couldn't come together and I was like oh wow okay this is great because <laughs> my mind on like just suddenly just goes oh I've got so many ideas it's all going to be fine this is what I want to do and um, she was like yep okay cool so I can just leave that all to you and you'll be fine. I'm like, yeah, totally fine. So we ended up doing, um, so normally at a retreat, I might do like one gift box per person. Like mm-hmm. here you are, this is my, thank you for coming. This is what you need. This is what you need to take home all in a little box. Enjoy. Um, whereas this particular retreat, they all got either six or eight boxes. I can't remember exactly. Wow. Yes. So what we ended up doing was every session over the few days, they had to open a box that was colour coordinated with like the ribbon and the packaging. So they didn't see all the other things. It was all the rest of it was a surprise. Um, So it was like a little scavenger hunt, which I just like doing little fun, little quirky things like that. Yes. That is very cool. I love that idea. It was so fun. Um, The the main box that got shipped was huge. Like I could only carry one at a time. And (laughs) The, the best part that I liked, because I had sent them out, the ladies weren't allowed to open them until they got there. So they were all taking these photos of these obnoxiously big boxes in their houses and not allowing to open them. And then, you know, some were travelling to Airbnbs together and whatnot, and they had to shove these boxes in their cars. And it was just like, to me, I was laughing because I knew exactly what was going on. But from yes. the sidelines... I just thought it was so cool. And, you know, there was confetti in there. It was just, it was ridiculous. I loved it. It was such a good, um, fun project to work on. Um, And then since then, I think having all those ladies share and tag and the humour and they're like, oh, we get to open the next one and they'd film it. um, it, My business name got out there a lot more. So that was a a sort of a turning point for me as well. So not only was it fun, because I just love doing fun things, but it also was very impactful for me as well. That is, and like doing something a little bit out of the box, like Mm. out of the box, (laughs) pun intended. (laughs) Use that one. That's great. (laughs) Um, But just not, not just delivering someone a, you know, a gift, here you go, but like Mm. how there was a whole. It's an experience. Yes, an experience. That's amazing. Mm. That's so, so cool. So so for anyone out there who is planning a a retreat of sorts, um, definitely go and see Teresa about like that because that is just going to take it to the next level that is so cool (laughs) thank you yeah it was really really good so cool okay so what about challenges like I'm sure there's like I mean we've all got tons of challenges that we faced but is there like something in particular that like was really that really stands out um 
A couple of things. It's funny how the challenges, there's more things that come to your mind than the wins. You have to yes. fight to find the wins sometimes. Yes. Um, one thing for me is that I feel like I'm such an ideas person. I see an idea or I think of an idea, sorry, and I'm like, oh, I should do that. Let's let's change what we've done. Let's do that. Let's do that. And sometimes I can get a little bit too excited with things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've had to learn to really like ground myself, focus, yes put ideas in the maybe one day box not like let's do it right now let's launch it tomorrow yes and I think it's so easy to do as entrepreneurs because we've always mm-hmm. got these ideas flowing but it's also thinking about what do our customers actually need because exactly. we might think it's a great idea but mm-hmm. do they actually want it and I've done that before sure. where I've like created and launched things and no one wanted it mm-hmm. I've done that before and it's hard when you're like a product business because you have to buy stock um so I've made a few um inventory investments here and there that haven't gone to plan um but luckily for me that I do think of ideas very quickly is I was able to do something else yeah (laughs) you can kind of fit them in somewhere else or if a custom um inquiry would come I'd try and pull from what I had first and then add some other things so Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's quite a scary thing to actually be investing dollars into things Mm -hmm. before you actually know if they're going to sell. (laughs) Yeah. So the first couple of ranges that I did, like I had um, ready-made gifting as well, like on my site, and I I researched them. I had like, you know, spoke to my ideal clients, things like that. So they went okay. Um, But the problem with that was I sort of did pre-orders so I could gauge how much stock to buy, which was good. But then everything seemed to take a bit too long so Mm -hmm. then the next one I thought oh yeah I know my clients I know them well enough I'm not going to ask them too many questions this next range they're all going to just love it because I know them so well um so I bought all this stock and they didn't love it as much as the first (gasps) because even though I thought I knew them very well I still didn't ask and I still didn't do sneak peeks and all of that just to you know confirm it yes have you got a process now to better manage that kind of process? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes and no. So I generally, um, I was just doing my numbers actually the other day for like the financial year because I just mm-hmm. love my numbers so much. Yes, so and we excited. are coming up to June, so I everyone like, should be looking at those. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I, I just start tinkering away. And this last financial year, like not, literally 95% of my business was custom and 5% was like the ready-made stuff. Okay. And that was just, and I sort of knew that because obviously what you're working on through the year was such a big number, like Mm -hmm. you can tell. So um, I've just calmed it down on the ready-made gifts. Yes. And um, I'm actually working on something that we'll be releasing in the new financial year that kind of bring ready-made and custom together. So it's nice and easy to access for everyone when you don't have to do such a big project and everything custom and personalized and stuff yes yeah so that's like a nice hybrid so it's not mm-hmm. too risky for you to have tons of stock lying around but also it doesn't yeah. take forever for the um the client on the other yeah. end to wait to get their thing yeah and if they just need sort of like a one-off thing it'll be easy for them rather than buying a lot of them and meeting minimum orders and things yes yeah yeah so again that's that process of like evolving with your mm-hmm. um ev- evolving your business with constantly yeah I tend to do that a lot <laughs> yeah I think that most small business owners would probably say mm-hmm. the same thing like as you kind of work out what 
um, what your clients want, what your audience needs, what is profitable for you, because there's obviously going to be times out there where you release things that um, that they love, but there's just no money in it for you. Mm-hmm. And we run businesses. So what we're doing needs to be generating us income at the same time, as much as I would like probably mm-hmm. do everything for free. I still need to pay for the roof over my head and put the food on the table. Hundred <laughs> percent, absolutely. I'm, I'm, um, I always think to myself of my dream house that I want to move into one day and build and design and all that. And I'm just like, this is for the house. This is for yeah. the dream house. Yes, <laughs> keep yeah, it yeah. in mind. And that's that's right. Like you know, just because um, something is a good idea, and you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's the right good idea um, mm-hmm. because you need to balance the numbers as well as the the what the yeah. client wants and what you love doing and those kind of things. So this is just a bit of a balancing act <laughs> with yeah, all those sure. pieces. Definitely. <laughs> oh, so, okay. Now this is what I'm sure everyone wants to know. What's your like top gifting tip? If someone wants to implement gifting in their business, I mean, I'm sure you've probably got a million of them. <laughs> I know. I need to think quickly which one I'm going to say. I mean, you can give us more than one because I feel like a lot of people are going to have their eyes opened to like, oh my gosh, I can use gifting in my business and it can help me like really Mm. um, explode my brand. Yeah, definitely. I think the the one that stands out for me the most, and it might sound a bit boring, but it's just to, to plan. Now, even though I said earlier that I was always like, a little bit, oh, let's do this now and let's do that now. <laughs> but honestly, it's a really good idea to, to look even at your year or your quarter or anything kind of in advance because you can look at all the opportunities that you have in that time mm-hmm. and you can be very strategic and very smart about it where you might buy from one supplier a load of things to kind of filter through the whole year or this so I kind of imagine it like you have this little sparkle kind of throughout the year with yes. your brand it doesn't yeah. have to be one big event or project I know a lot of businesses don't do that I work with a lot of product-based businesses that don't hold events or retreats or anything like that mm-hmm. but we've worked out a way that we can do little things throughout the year so they, they're showing their gratitude and they're doing something fun mm-hmm. throughout it yeah, and not yeah. always like, you know, serious business. Let's go, let's sell stuff, you know? Yes. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be that big, bold, over the top kind of thing. It can just oh, be something sure. little. It can be a small gesture and it doesn't have to be this big elaborate thing, even though I love those projects because it makes my creative brain just go wild. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the smaller things are, are fun as well because they, they can leave such an impact. Um, so for me, it's always keeping it in the front of the plan because then you can budget for it. Yes. Um, yeah. Cause I that's find... the other consideration, isn't it? Like gifting is yeah. obviously is, is an investment, but for it sure. is an investment that's going to help you to get your brand out there and it to is. become more memorable. Mm-hmm. And if you factor that in early, especially if you do have an event and you've got ticket prices or, uh, even with a new product and you're um, pricing it, you can always factor it in. And you've honestly, you don't feel it that way if it's already taken care of in the financial aspect. Yes. So it's just like a win-win once it's once the finances are covered. Yes, yeah, because that would be a huge consideration when you're like doing an event because events are not super profitable in terms of you've got a lot of expenses and things like that. But if you yeah. can factor it into the, the pricing of your tickets and the seat and the amount of seats that you're going to hold and things like that, then that's a very good tip actually to <laughs> factor that into your budget. And if, like you say, if you put it in there early, then you can mm-hmm. um, implement it as part of your strategy. Right. It's all covered. Whereas a lot of people might think, oh, we've got this much left. 
we've got a couple of hundred dollars or we've got this, what can we do with that? Yeah. It it doesn't have the same impact because you haven't thought about it. You haven't sort of placed it in the the experience as a whole. It's just kind of an afterthought. So popping it a bit earlier is going to make a massive difference. Yeah. And now you've got me thinking like, how can I use gifting in my business? (laughs) Where (laughs) am I going to talk to you about that? That's why I do my free discovery course. So I can just give ideas out and brainstorm. Okay, so for anyone listening that wants to go and book a free discovery call with you because they're like, I now need to go and implement gifting mm-hmm. in my business, where can they find you? <laughs> yes, yeah, so um, best place would probably be on Instagram, at Sherbet Creations. That's where I hang out the most. <laughs> uh, I am on Facebook as well and also my website, which is sherbetcreations.com.au. Brilliant. And I will make sure they are in the show notes so that people can go and check you out because I do feel like this is going to be something that people are like, oh my God, how have I not known about this? And I need this now. (laughs) Thank you you so much for chatting with us today. This has been so much fun. Um, And yeah, we'll have you back again very soon, I'm sure. Thank you so much for having me. It was good. Pleasure. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for sticking with me right to the end of the episode. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, I would love for you to share it with a friend and it would just make my day or let's face it, my year if you went and left a review over on iTunes so I can get these inspiring stories into the ears of as many women as possible. I will catch you all next week for another episode of the Inspired by Her podcast. Thanks for listening.